Okay. You chilling? Yeah, right, Sam. That's right. Coming here on a Sunday. Oh, what's up, man? Two G's in the mic podcast. Here we go. Sponsors: Lane Vision Network, Frankie's Tattoo Parlor, Jeff Nagel's TV, and of course, us. Mattel? Huh? Mattel. Mattel. No, we're not. No, they're not with us I right now. I wish Mattel and Hasbro would give us a fucking sponsorship. Shit. But yeah, Apple Podcast and Anchor FM, yo. What's up? Now, <clears throat> I figured we'd just code like that because we're going to chill today. Yeah, no, guys. I'm chilling. You chilling? Yep. I'm chilling. How you been, man? You you work today. What the I did. Hell? It's fucking weird, right? You don't ever work on Sundays. Like, I start to have, apparently, when I start taking people. Because the homeboy was one of Des's old clients. Okay. And he works for he works for Coke or Pepsi. So he only gets Sundays and Mondays off. And we of course we can't. And I'm like, I ain't coming in on a Monday. <laughs> even even if I could, I probably fucking wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, anybody out there who does know us like that, uh, we would love to come in on a Monday and help y'all out, but uh See the way my bank account works. And, and I work on, if I work on a Monday, it apparently costs three times as much for electricity. Yeah. And, and yeah, but no, we just kind of cherish the old tradition of the barber shops. I guess there's a few barber shops out there still close on Mondays, and of course other businesses. But yeah, closed on Mondays. Frankie's Tattoo Parlor, guys. Look, I had, I, them I just out. always went with the fact that if we can have one day off a week, it might as well be a Monday because everybody else is back to work and angry as shit. And I don't want you coming in here and being irritable. And I don't want to. Do, I'm like fuck you. I look. I worked. On Mondays, when I left for a little while, while y'all motherfuckers was off like longboarding and shit on Monday. <laughs> I Trust remember me, you having Mondays off is a fucking blessing. Because <laughs> I used to hate being up at six in the morning, knowing that all you motherfuckers like that, that motherfucker's still in bed. He, oh. He's gonna get up, smoke a joint, go longboard. And all of a sudden, you're looking on your snaps, and then all of a sudden, boom! Oh yep. shit. <laughs> Well, that was the thing is, is where I was working. It was all those big picture windows. Uh-huh. And I was high enough off on fucking almost to 89 that I could see the whole layout of where the trail should be. Like, I couldn't see the trail, but I knew exactly where it was. I said, okay, so you go right there and then you cross over there and there's Gentile and you go over there. Like, I could see almost to fucking Farmington out those windows. So I'm like, that's some bullshit. I know, I know those motherfuckers are out there right now. And then I bu- I'd bust open my fucking Snapchat and I'd see him. Like, oh, <laughs> he's right there. Oh, man, fuck that dude. Hello? Yes, no, I'd like to. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm calling because you haven't paid any of your fucking car payments in six months, you little fuck. Then you were a bill collector, huh? I, I, I worked for a corporate. I worked for Exeter Finance doing <laughs> subprime auto loans. So I had to try and collect on them. And then the funny thing was is... I never actually got into the repo division, uh-huh. but all the people in the repo division would like holler at me, like somebody mentioned, like, hey, man, you help me find this guy? So I'm like, yeah, send me the fucking programs. They send me the program, like, yeah, bro, he's here. Like, how'd you do that? I was like, bro, I used to track people without technology. What the fuck are you talking about? Now you got the internet. That shit's easy. They'll tell you where the fuck they at right now. No. I was like, if you can get in their Facebook, their Instagram, or their Snapchat, nigga, you know where they at. Hey, um, there's some folks out there worried about the microchip. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Worry about getting the microchip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Worry that the government thinks you're so important that we're going to microchip you. No. <laughs> they may have microchipped and put a kill switch on your car. But that's because they don't trust you and your mama won't even give you money. Yeah. So that's why that's that way. But no, the government doesn't care enough about what you're uh, doing, Toby, to uh, microchip you. So, yeah, Sunday evening. I just, 
so it, many. It ain't even evening. Like it's afternoon, bro. Like it's four in the afternoon. Yeah. We're doing this shit early for these guys, though. They would love it. Love it. Yeah. So any of the fans out there, um, okay, we already I asked you, but I wanted to touch base with you on this Star Wars, the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, just. I'm not trying to be spoilers out there for all y'all who don't listen, but yeah, that was okay. What I got from it is if you hated Attack of the Clones, Star Wars Part Two, okay, this episode is starting to make you like it and cherish it more because they made it eerie, bro. Like I was watching it a second, third time. Get the depth into it, though. Exactly what's happening and what's going on with the whole thing. Yeah, your take on it? I'll just so so. Here's the thing: is my Disney Plus went down for like three days since I've had the boy, and I haven't. I only watch the Bad Batch when I have Gabe. Okay, so I'll go a couple of weeks at a time without watching it if he hasn't been. There. Yeah, if he hasn't been there, and then when he comes back, we'll sit down and we'll watch him. Yeah. So he got back, and I my over the weekend, my Disney Plus was down. <laughs> I knew that's like three fucking episodes. It's so fucking bullshit. Yeah. Fucking bull. Yeah. So we sat down and watched uh, Infected in the last three, Infected and then the other two. Uh-huh. We all sat down and we watched back to back to back. The last three episodes. Yeah, the last three episodes. All okay. the game sitting there. Now, Gabe Gabe is up on, on the lore. Gabe knows the shit about the Stormtroopers and the lore and shit like that. Okay. And has seen all the episodes just like I have. So... Me and Gabe will sit there and watch it together. And we're like, dude, that was fucking so-and-so. And that was, oh, shit, and that's so-and-so. Because Gregor shows up in Rebels. Yes. Old. Old. With, old crazy motherfucker. With Rex. Yes, yes. with Rex, the old crazy son. <clears throat> and in that same episode, you see Scorch, the flame trooper. No way. Yeah. I didn't see it. W- when the elevators open and they throw the gun and close, uh-huh. the dude that's standing there has got the yellow on his pack with the shoulder pad and the yellow on his shit that chases him through the whole thing uh-huh. and then fires twice on Gregor and fucking smacks. This is when they're like trying to escape? Yeah, when they're trying to escape. Yeah, when yeah, he's the first one that's standing there in the elevator. He's the one that jumps across the elevator way to stay up with him and the one that catches up to him and pops him twice and then punches Gregor in the face and then fucking smacks Hunter and then gets fucking dropped. That's Scorch. No way. There's a figure of that motherfucker. He's the flame trooper. I wonder if I already have him. Is he, he got probably, red? He's he's got red and yellow on him. Okay, maybe I he's got maybe red already, and yellow. But I have him from Mandalorian or something like possibly. Well, okay, that's a different one. Okay, that's, so I, that's yeah. a different. Yeah, the flame trooper is different from Scorch. Okay, Scorch is because yeah, Scorch is a whole different thing. But, oh my god, dude, that part when they were all like, oh my god, it, numbers aren't everything, and then the door opens. There's all these fucking yeah. troopers. Like, well. <laughs> See, and here, here's my other thing about that, dude, is those new fucking helmets, the transition helmets between the clone to the stormtrooper helmets. Dude, look at Crosshair's helmet that he's wearing right now. Well, see, and that's the thing is, is all, all the guys from the Bad Batch have their designated helmets. Yeah. And did you notice, but after Crosshair stayed and started helping the Empire, he had that other one. Uh-huh. He's got like the the trooper trooper helmet now. Yeah. He doesn't have his with, Crosshair with, one. With the, yeah. Yeah, he changed his helmet. Yeah, but yeah, like they—they've all like uh, uh, homeboy with the with the arm, the bionic echo, arm. echo. Yeah, <laughs> still has still rocks his arc trooper helmet. Yeah, you know they still all rock their helmets and stuff like that. But the new troopers, the new the commandos that they have on there have stormtrooper Gen One armor, but they have the transition helmets between the clones and the stormtrooper helmets, and those are straight up German Blitzkrieg helmets. 
Like that's what they're straight portraying. Up, straight up, if you take, if you look at any of those, the the old world, because it's bigger. Because it, it's it, what it is is that big black German fucking helmet with the gas mask on it that has the hoses. Okay. And they took that and just turned it into one cohesive fucking helmet. It's a straight up fucking Nazi helmet. <laughs> and dude, I was sitting there, I was like, "What the fuck? Are you serious?" Because like the first time, I was like, "There's no way." I'm like, I get it that they're always like the first order and fucking the empire. They're all fucking Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get that. And they did portray and, it pretty and, close. And they like. did. I mean, and that's the thing is the the first order was racist. Mm-hmm. The empire is racist and sexist. Okay. Because there's no women. Yeah. Captain Phasma is part of first is order. Is first order. No. And there is nobody else in the stormtrooper armor or any sort of command in the empire that is female nor is there anyone that is not whitey white 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 <laughs> well i mean moff gideon he was part of the empire yeah in the transitional phase well this was already after well so he's never come out so far no he came out in clone wars let bro he came out in clone wars yeah, in clone wars that's not the empire Who was it? The Republic. Uh-huh. The Republic and the Empire are two different things. The The Empire Empire. The Emperor Palpatine Empire. Yeah, there's no coloreds and there's no women. If they're colored, it's they're green or brown or there. there's no black people. There's no Mexicans. It's white people and like Grand Admiral Thrawn who's blue. <laughs> and there's no fucking women. Okay. So this Admiral yeah. Rampart... He's portraying one of these, like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Moff Gideon's in the transitional period between the Republic and the Empire. And then later on, after the Empire falls. So he wasn't in part of this when... He's in the outskirts. But he's not technically part of the Empire? No, he's he's technically part of the Empire. But Uh he's not any of the central order of the Empire. He's in... Think of where the Mandalorian is based. The furthest parts and outer yeah. rims of the universe. Yeah. Which is where the black guy gets sent. <laughs> I love how you just Okay. If we're gonna go with Straight that up. if we're gonna go with that and let the let the, everybody know that we do see how Star Wars is racist, trust me. The Mexican in Star Wars is the one dude that's with Lando in the Millennium that Falcon. That you can't understand. It's got the mustache and the vest. Yeah. Yeah. There's your Mexican people. Yep. Okay. Uh, the you Asians. Know the, you the, know who the other Mexicans are? Who? The Wookiees. No way. Yeah. Because they're the ones that do all the work. They do all the heavy labor. It's the it's the Wookiees, the Ugnaughts, and whatever the fuck homeboy is. Those are the fucking Mexicans. Okay. And we found out who the Asians were in the prequels. Okay. So the Asians, well, Chinese Asians are the gun or the Gungans. No, what are they? Viceroys. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever, yeah, whatever yeah. They, well, whoever the fuck they are. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a fucking trade of federation. It's a, it's a fucking the droids. And shit. Yeah. Dude, bro, you might as well have been doing that shit. Like, I understand it's not that serious, but that's what it fucking sounds like. Like, it's some Charlie Chaplin bullshit. And you know what people need to do? They need to just, when they're watching Star Wars, just close their eyes and you'll hear it. <laughs> yeah. Actually listen to the voice. Don't yeah. put a face to it. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> and part of me thinks that the Gungans are also blacks. 
we got and not just because like, on who like they just, use for just, Jar Jar. Just but. stereotypical. Yeah, besides the way that, but I mean, the way they talk. <laughs> and I mean, think about it, dude. If you want to get in like some racial, like basically boss nosses in blackface doing some yes massive bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> fucking that's, that's some old fucking 1930s, 1940s blackface bullshit. Oh, yeah. man. They did everything except for call them the Nick Nicks. I mean, it's basically, <laughs> it's basically what they did. But Fuck. if they ever do, and even if it's in the visions, if even if it's in visions, if they come out with Darth Jar Jar. Oh, God, dude, I hope so. Like, I'm actually hoping for Darth that, Jar Jar. That's the only way you're ever going to save that character. Is, it, is if the fact that the entire time he was a Sith Lord playing stupid just to undermine fucking everything. Yeah. And then just suddenly, like, he's like General Grievous. Yeah. And he just, Darth Jar Jar comes out and he's like. Have you heard the way he sounds? Yes. Oh, my God. And it's the same actor. Yeah. I, I give kudos to him, bro. Like, he does a good job yeah. both ways. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm actually trying to do a custom. Like, Are you going to build a Darth Jar Jar? Yeah. Because uh, they have, a like, somebody on eBay has the head yeah. where it looks like him. It's basically his eyes are not there. They're just right here. Yeah. And then his head goes back. Yeah. Yeah, you drop them down. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, my God. Just, okay, so the storyline. <laughs> oh, my God. I was going to touch base with that on Echo. Yes. So is Omega older than them? Than the clones? Than the Bad Batch. Because she straight up tells them, this is where you were made. This is where you were programmed. Does she straight, was she made before they were? I don't know if she was talking about them personally. She says them. But she wasn't talking about just the clones? No, this, this is where 99 started. Oh, okay. Their whole designation. Huh. I'm, I'm, dude, I watch those all the time, so I'm yeah, gonna rewatch them. Yeah, and and like the little like kid clones, like do they just get marched off and like we're gonna kick you off in the ocean? Like what the fuck do they do with them? No, they she was they were with that one prime minister. Yeah, I know. Sidekick, and then uh, and she and, just told them we're taking care of you. Like uh-huh. they're they're taking. And when a, they leave, they're with troopers. Like they leave with trooper troopers. Yeah. Okay, you have to look at that. You know, a lot yeah. of people don't realize how dark Star Wars is. That's <laughs> like, why I said, like, like, did they just walk the kids off and like shoot them in the back of the head and kick them off into the ocean? You never know. Well, okay, well, that's what I mean. Is this last episode to me like right before Rampart called it? I mean, they were showing you the inside yeah. of these facilities, where in part two. You saw Django Fett just all over the place, just clones after clones after clones. And it, you know, the light source and everything. To me, it made it feel like it was like oh, a nice that, dreamy place. That whole, that that's that's the beautiful thing of that episode is the way that they filmed Camino. It looked beautiful. But as soon as you saw it outside with all those fucking ships. And then they were like, well, even right before they started. Yeah. That it was just, you saw everything you saw in Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. but empty. Yeah, gone. Everybody's gone. There's nobody there. And then all of a sudden the attack happens. When that happened, bro, I was literally just sitting there and I was like, I feel bad for Camino now. Like I Well, and, and think, think about it, because the only other time you saw any Caminoans Kim, uh, structure is in the fight before when they're at the Cloud City run. That's the only other time you've seen Kaminoan structure. 
is the Cad Bane episode. Yeah, because it's a it's a it's an abandoned factory yeah. planet or yep. whatever. Yeah. So it's the same structures built the same fucking way, just in a cloud city instead of on that fucking water. That. And then they 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 straight up just bombarded. Well, yeah, but even that, even with Omega, they give her like a two, three minute scene where she's just like, what is going on? And they make you realize that, okay, this is another cloning facility and this is what they were doing. Yeah. And then the character that fell on Fennec, that was like another Kamino. And I'm like, nope. or it could have been somebody different. Well, and that's, that's what I like is that they take the medic, but the senator's dust. You know when those close those doors, those fucking troopers smoked him. Yeah, there's, oh, there's, yeah. we have no more. We have yeah, no I don't, use, I don't for have you. use for any politicians, but a medic I can make use of. Oh shit! Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, like I said, Smoke dude, that motherfucker. That Star Wars is darker yeah. than a lot oh, of yeah, folks no, everybody's think. Everybody's like, oh, it's fucking for kids. No, it's great. It's not, no, no, they stopped writing Star Wars for kids a long motherfucking time ago, bro. Because they know that the actual Star Wars fans. We'll watch this and be like, whoa. Look, man, every one of us that grew up with Star Wars that then had a kid were like, I'm going to show you this shit. Shut the fuck up. And some of our kids were like, nah, this is stupid. And some of our kids were like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Like, all right. Because I, I watched all of Clone Wars. Yeah. And I watched all of Clone Wars with Gabe. Did you watch it when it came out? Yes. Like officially like up to yes. date, like Bad Batch now? Yep. And see, I wish I would have done that. Yo. I was in that mindset too. That was just like <laughs> whatever. But see, and that's the thing is, is a lot of people still to this day like fucking fucking Clone Wars. I don't, I don't like the animation. That's what and, it is. And here's the thing: the first, the first maybe season and a half of Clone Wars, I'm not a huge fan of the animation. It looks completely different than the way they ended up doing it. But that, I mean, that I guess that also takes with like Yoda. If you if you can find footage of Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. The very first one, Yoda looks fucking weird, but I think it's because they used a puppet, but his face was just weird. Yeah. Well, that's and then, the thing is they, they used the puppet and they digitized over the puppet. Yeah. Which doesn't work. <laughs> it straight up fucking doesn't. I mean, but th- right now, somebody watching episode one, they'll see Yoda the way he looks normally now. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm sorry if, if I could get somebody else to look at it. I would see it as, okay, all nine movies, if you've cried in one of the movies, okay, you know, but if you have cried in Star Wars on something else that is not part of that nine movie saga, yeah, you can't sit there and say, you know, it's just. You, you ain't crying in Star Wars and you ain't watching Clone Wars, motherfucker. Yeah. But all in all, we're here today, guys. We're chilling. I uh, want to give a little shout out to my brother out there. He kind of went down to, I don't want to say down. He would, traveled up to Seattle this weekend. And he's the type, you know, he likes to give me little things and stuff so forth. And what I'm about to show homeboy here, he, he had to step out for that. He had to go take a poop. Anyways, we're not going to say it. But <clears throat> anyways, I it's a movie script. And I know we've talked about this before. It was a movie script for the movie Dogma. One my favorite movie written and directed by Kevin Smith. So he bought me the screenplay. Like it's the actual word for word on what Kevin Smith basically presented to the production company. And it's weird because I was going through and I started reading some of the scenes of it and my head i can always 
pretty much reminisced the whole movie, but I was going through and reading it and there's a lot of parts that have been changed or were altered and just the way that they were. And it's like, wow, this is, it's kind of neat. I mean, I've even gone through the d deleted scenes. So, but yeah, he, I'm going to see if anything and everything's different. I'm probably watch it a couple times here just to see how he altered this whole deal. So, but yeah, any of you guys, movie fans out there, you know, if you guys have some movies that we've never really touched base on, like we like to get into the horror films, seeing the science fiction, science uh, horror. Um, I mean, I'm not too big of a horror fan only because I don't really see or find anything that scares me. Like there's, it's kind of hard to be scared on certain things but it's a great imagination i mean there's a lot of people out there who have phenomenal imaginations on just what they put together i mean i i'll watch it for the art of what it is um any of you out there who's watched the new suicide squad uh, i've seen mixed reviews but this is just more of like from friends and stuff but like I, I seen a review the other day that this this person totally did not like this movie, and a couple comments down, you know, friends of theirs saying that it was okay, good, thanks for the heads up, you know, so they don't have to sit there and watch it or blah blah blah. And another friend of theirs just stated about Birds of Prey, and I thought, well, Birds of Prey isn't that good of a movie. No, it's not. It sucks. It it they did not portray the DC characters correctly in this movie. So when I saw this person's review, I thought, okay, you know, you didn't take Suicide Squad for the comic book movie that it was. So I was going to get on a debate with them and start asking them about it. But then, nah, you know, you grew up, it was a homegirl of mine back in the day that was... Uh, it, Birds of Prey is trash. Well, yeah. We'll even, even the fight choreography and everything else in that movie is all fucking trash. On how much they didn't use it, I didn't like that they just killed off Black Mask at the end. Yeah. That was just stupid. Yeah. But for, like, yeah, okay, so what the post was is she posted that she did not like the new Suicide Squad movie at all. It was, But she a homegirl from back in the day, home, like, street like, hood. Like the, like the new, new one that just came out. But, yeah, she watched like, the new one, and like she did not like it. the only DC movie made in the past 20 years that I have enjoyed and like in any way, shape, or form. That one? And the, the, let me know. Let me know why. Because this is the... I wanted to build up to this. I wanted to find out why. How did this movie hit you? Because, yeah, this movie's great. I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. So what hit you on this movie that... Well, here, here's the thing is... James Gunn understands what a comic book movie is. Okay. He did it with Guardians. Mm -hmm. He did it with this. Okay. He understands what a comic book movie is. And the reason he understands that is because he started with fucking trauma. Toxic event. He started with trauma films. Okay. So Lloyd got James Gunn, said, here, we're going to teach you all this. Brought Lloyd, brought James Gunn in. So James started with trauma. So he understands what comic books and what cheesy shit is like. And then if you get a big production on that, if you get thrown millions of dollars and you started out with a trauma budget, 
you understand how to keep all of the same things that work in the trauma movies. And the reason that people like trauma movies is because they're campy and they're funny and they're gory and you get some action. And they're cheesy off the wall in a sense. And that's what they're supposed to be. Yeah. That's exactly what they're supposed to be. And if you treat a comic book movie with that trauma state of mind, you get a comic book movie. Yeah. Straight up. You get good music. You get dope costumes. You get great action. You get interaction between the people that are on fucking stage fucking fantastically because Idris Ilba and John Cena are fucking amazing together. Yeah. That's some of the funniest shit I've seen in fucking ever. <laughs> now, the opening scene, like the when they finally present the, the title or Warner Brothers presents, it's made out of the blood. Yep. Okay. A lot of people, <clears throat> wasn't this character, but, or this friend, but I've seen a few, read a few reviews on it that people were like, well, why'd they kill off all the main characters in the first thing? And it's like, they weren't main characters. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what I wanted to get at. It's okay. For one, they're not main characters. Two, they pushed that a lot in the trailers so that people understood what limits they were going to take. Yeah. And those who do, know the Suicide Squad, Task Force X, old comic books, can tell you a lot of these characters, Blackguard, Weasel, everything. And let me get back to Weasel for a minute. But all these characters, Javelin, they're real characters yeah. that they've come up yeah. with. TDK, yeah. And the way that they presented them was to do, and I think it's what they did with how Marvel did too. Like Marvel's like, cool, we got Loki. We're going to put him like this. We got Scarlet Witch. We yeah. put it like, like that little half scene to show you. You've got all those people to fucking choose from, man. Fucking throw them in there on occasion. Motherfucker not. Yeah, and make them look like they do in the comics yeah. as much. So that's what they did. And then all of a sudden they put the, the title and it's like they're introducing the music starts and everything. And all of a sudden there's this focal point of uh, Peacemaker, uh uh, Bloodsport, King Shark, all them are the center point now. Uh -huh. Wow! And now there's a full fucking two hour movie. <laughs> there, there's the squad, and then there's Plan B distraction. Yes, which is all the B dudes <laughs> that you're like, okay, cool. Like other than like you had Boomerang and you had Harley Quinn and Flag because he was part and of that Flag. Team. Yeah, those are the only three that anybody had any idea who the fuck they were yeah. on that team. Other than that, those are all D-list. But they at, were characters. At the best, they are all D-list characters. But they are legitimately all actual characters. And, they really are. And po but, Polka Dot Man falls under that same category. Dude, Polka Dot Man is... But it, like coming into this movie, that's right. Like yeah. he falls into that oh, category, dude, right? Po Polka Dot Man is a fucking old Batman villain from like the 40s and 50s that got... That the only reason he got brought around is because the Joker was too violent. And so when the comic book code and all that shit started coming out, they had to take Joker away. And they brought in motherfuckers like Condiment Man and Polka Dot Man. Mm -hmm. It is just how it fucking worked. Like, he he was a joke fucking character. He was a throwaway fucking character. And always has been. Yeah. He has always been a punchline character. And they finally went, all right. Let's see what we can do with him. But that's the same thing. Is in that first Suicide Squad movie too. Who was there's it? there's a lot of people that were like, who the fuck is Captain Boomerang? Yeah. And Captain Boomerang showed up and was one of the dopest characters in that fucking movie. He's fucking fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, and then 
fucking poking out man in that movie's the shit. I fucking love that fucking dude. When he spilled out his first thing of polka dots, that's when I was like, okay. Yeah. That's when when you told me the other day, like the kite man theory. I was like, yes, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's exactly. awesome. The, the same thing they did with kite man in the cartoon. They did with fucking polka dot man in this show. Yes. Cause I love that in that Harley Quinn fucking cartoon. Like we said, man, I fucking love kite man. <laughs> fucking love kite man. And in fucking suicide squad. I love polka dot man. He's fucking great. And he was part of the main crew. Yeah. Okay. So we go into this movie and calendar man who was yelling at Polka Dot Man. A lot of folks out there don't know. No that idea. was actually the same guy who played Weasel. Yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> my wife, bro, <laughs> she hates Weasel. She says when she looks at him, she wants to throw up. Good. That's what he's supposed to be. Yes. And I'm trying to get her to understand that. Like That is the whole reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The dude is a hairball that's been coughed up. It's just fucking what he is. And, I, dude, I still, I still, that fucking cracks me up because I swear to God, James Gunn just explained what the chupacabra actually is. It's fucking weasel. Yeah. Okay, so then we got weasel. <laughs> and then, okay, you throw Harley on the B team because it just kind of throws it off. But you know she's a, a, a reckless fucking nature. Yeah. So, ah, fuck it. And she starts blowing shit up. Cool. Make it worse. Make it better. Whatever. But yeah. And then just by far, bro. Okay. Yeah. Bloodsport and Peacemaker and Ratcatcher. I liked Ratcatcher too. Yeah. She was cool. Yeah. But those two, obviously awesome on screen together the way they did it. But even though he's not a computer I, whiz. I bro, say you, were, fucking, you were King Shark the whole fucking time, weren't you? It was just so funny. <laughs> See, and, and here's the thing. Like, I, I love King Shark and I love the fact that. <laughs> That Sly is the one doing his voice. That mm -hmm. fucking cracks me up, dude. But there, there's something about fucking Idris Elba and fucking John Cena through that whole fucking thing that fucking kills me, dude. And as soon as they start, too, when she's introduced, let me show you oh, who yeah. your team is. Yeah, no, I, I hit it more in the middle. That's You can't even do that. Smaller, smaller bullet. Caliber. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it fucking, it fucking kills me. It's so much fun. Okay, so the reason why, and for a lot of people listening, just the reason why I like Sly or the portrayal of King Shark the way that they did, they used his normal voice. Yeah. Like, he didn't even have to pull the I am Groot thing with Vin Diesel or, yep. or Raccoon built Brad Cooper. But, yeah. It's just Sly. <laughs> hey, <And> book. <laughs> me so smart. Right? Me read good. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that was a good one. But, if... If my homegirl's listening, I, I got my boy you're here. You're fucking wrong. Well, no, I got my boy here saying that, you know, yeah, he doesn't even wrong. like that, that any of the wrong, DC wrong, movies wrong, since wrong, Batman. Wrong. And wrong, he's wrong. finally gotten to the point that he likes a DC movie. Wrong. So you would watch part two if they come out with one. It's James Gunn. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, I, I legitimately, like, the last DC movie that I was like, oh, it's kind of all right, was the last <laughs> Suicide Squad movie. I thought you said you liked Aquaman more. I like parts of Aquaman. I like the cast of Aquaman. Oh, Black Manta. We've touched on yeah, that. Yeah. And I mean, Jason Momoa. I fucking. Like, you I like, like who they used for Ocean Master? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that out. So now, what I was touching base with before when you took off to go poop or whatever. So my brother went to Seattle. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Chopper went to Seattle. He 
came back. He was asking me what, to get my mom, blah, 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 blah. Well, I guess they were at the comic book store that... This, uh, oh, shit. Did you, did you hear? Oh, damn it. Sorry. Comic book shop. Anyways. Okay. Golden Age. They're out in Seattle. Okay. And I guess he had... He said... He had one in his hand, a script. And he was like, oh, okay, you know, Wally would want this. And his friend turned around. He's like, no, 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 what about this one? What about this one? And he saw Lord of the Rings. He saw Harry Potter, all these movie scripts. And then all of a sudden, he saw that one, Dogma. I was wondering where you got that. So I wanted to show that to you, bro. I've already been reading about it a little bit. While we were just waiting... I was going through and okay. So anybody who does know the movie, the scene where Alan Rickman shows up for as the Metatron, and he's talking to, and he's talking to um, Bethany. Mm-hmm. That he's got the whole thing in there. Oh really? And you know the one part where she's all like, "Oh, how does he say?" It? He's like, "I couldn't rape you if I wanted because angels are ill-equipped." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he pulls down his pants. It, I mean, it shows how he talks and they're like how to portray the whole thing. And he's all, uh, "No one, do you flame? Do you drench everyone with flame retardant chemicals? No wonder you're single." Like he says that in the movie. Yeah. In the script, he says, "Now I see why you don't get laid or something." It's fucking cool. It was like, wow, like you can see the difference that they used in the movie versus what he wrote to show the fucking script so yeah you are looking at the script right now officially you're you meet puppets in your arrogance you think everyone just wants to rape you (laughs) keep going i'm pissed is what i am you go around drenching everyone that comes to your room with flame retardant chemicals no wonder you don't get laid that's right because in there he calls her like a tart or something like that in the fucking movie yeah but he says no wonder you're single and he throws the towel so I know that that part's been changed. Now, even the fucking, like, they've added stuff. Like, you could tell where they cut the movie. Yeah. And clipped it and stuff. I was going through that scene, and I was going through the scene when they're on the bus. When Loki and Bar will be oh, on yeah? the bus. Yeah. That one's actually pretty cool, too. Like, there's a little bit more that they talked about in there. But I, I guess you can say when you read it, and you know exactly how they used it in the movie... It's almost like, cool, I'm glad you cut this part out. <laughs> There's a few parts in there like that. So, yeah. Shout out to my brother. He brought me the script. Dogma. I'm going to go over it. I'm sure by the next podcast, we'll, I'll let you know what it like entails. <laughs> in the bed you share. Or say, in the bed you and your wife share, no less. <laughs> Oh, you on the board? Yeah, board. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was looking for. The board meeting. Oh, yeah. Son is old gay son. <laughs> You're her father, you sick fuck. I want to know if it's going to say what that dude I, whispered in his ear. He's the last one. Remember that one? Some things I can't even say in this board meeting or whatever. He says something in that nature. Nope. Is it, you have more skeletons in your closet than this assemble, whole assembled party. I can't even mention them aloud. Bartleby leans over and whispers something unheard in Whitland's ear. Whitland goes green. Bartleby steps back. Loki stands beside Whitland. You're her father, you sick fuck. Yep. Is it 
That's all he says. Yep, that's all it's Damn. written there, yeah. Yeah, and then it's Whitland sobbing, and then, can I go now? Go on, you crazy kid. Uh, Bartleby exits, Lucky returns menacingly on the others. On the others. With the exception of Miss Price here, there is not a decent human amongst you. Do you know what making what makes a decent human being? Fear. And therein lies the problem. None of you have anything to fear anymore. Uh, for, let's see. Uh, Luke goes to exit, but pauses, turns around. I f- forgot my little voodoo doll. <laughs> well, it really does look just like you, baby. You believed up. Uh, Loki begins, begins moaning menacingly, <laughs> slowly waving an open palm over the figure. Witten looks at it, horrified. Then Loki, uh, then a Loki, the back of the figure. He sweats and shifts in his seat, eyes pinned on the figure. Loki lets out a streak and smashes the figure with his fist. Whitland freezes, eyes closed, slowly opens his eyes on harm. I don't believe in voodoo. <laughs> Loki swiftly exits. The board members sit in odd silence. The doors burst open and Loki storms in. But I do believe in this. <laughs> you love that scene, dude. I fucking love that. It's one of my favorite things, dude. That's fucking awesome, dude. That script is dope as shit. So, yeah, I'm going to have some I, fun with that. In all honesty, dude, I'd like to find one for Red State. Really? Because he wrote like four different endings for that movie. And I bet you they're all in there too. One one of them is the actual rapture happens. Like the sirens go off and the rapture and all that shit. He talks about it in one of his fucking nights with Kevin Smith. But he talks about, yeah, like one of the the endings to that movie is actually the rapture. I was like, that would be dope as shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I I didn't really like that movie. But then again, I, I was going in there with like, high expectations different expectations. well and and i i knew i i had heard him talk about his like his protest with like the westboro baptist and shit like that so i knew exactly what red state was going to be red oh. red state is literally a middle finger to the westboro baptist church okay because they always fucked with him and gave him so much and he had the fucking well they were at dogma they were fucking when it premiered up at fucking park city they were up there protesting him and shit like that so they did protest dogma yeah yeah, they protested it hard. And he, fucking Kevin Smith, I fucking love this motherfucker. When they went to when they went to Sundance, when they had that thing up there, and he knew the Westboro Church, Westboro Baptists were gonna be there, he sent out a tweet. It was like, if you want to come counter protest them, come counter protest them. Because he it, protested them in Jersey too. Well, they cause the Baptists were showing up at all of them, and he offered them tickets to the shows. And they showed up to one. The daughter and like two other people showed up at the end of one of them. Mm-hmm. And I think he was in Jersey or someplace like that. They showed up and he, they like three of them came in and sat down and watched the whole fucking movie. And then when he did the question and answer thing at the end, they fucking left. But they, they came to Salt Lake and Kevin Smith at Sundance stood there in counter protest with a bunch of kids like 13, 14, 15 year old kids showed up and made signs and stood out there in the middle of fucking winter at Sundance to counter protest the fucking Westboro Baptist Church. Like singing songs and shit, bro. Damn. Yeah. Well, I, I like the, if anybody reads up on trivia with Dogma, I like that one because he, they were protesting his movie when they were filming in Jersey. Yep. And he stopped. Like they were still filming, but he took off and went and made a sign. Him and another the guy that plays Brian Johnson or Walter Flanagan or whatever. Yeah. And it said dogma is dog shit. Yep. And so he started protesting with these people. <laughs> he talks about it too on his uh on one of his videos, but I even talks about it in that tough shit. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah. 
fucking. Well, see, and he's he's got a story where he's talking about uh, when they when they were when they were doing uh, when they were protesting Red State and all the protesters they were counter protesting. So he says the, my favorite sign that I've ever seen. There's two of them, and he said one of them is just a picture of Wicket with the fucking Ghostbusters like cross out sign over it. Mm-hmm. Like he's like that's all it was. Like there was no. It was like a like a thirty year old dude, like a dude our age, just standing there with a fucking picture of Wicket with the fucking cross out like fuck Ewoks. He's like and the other one. Is one that one of his friends made, and his friend is gay, like gay, 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 gay. Mm-hmm. And apparently at the protest, like he 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 was super proud of his sign, like he made it out of sparkles and had glitter on it and shit. And he said it's the three best words I've ever seen on a protest sign. And the sign in big glitter letters just says "Dick tastes yummy." <laughs> and he's like he walked right up next to me. He's like because the 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 main the main lady like the wife from the Westboro Road was there protesting. And it's like and he walked up there and he stood next to me and he held that sign high in the air so she could see it. And he's like and I watched her read it. I watched her go dick tastes yummy and get mad like yeah. <laughs> He's like, I he's like, I watched the reaction from that fucking <laughs> side, and it was amazing. <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine how proud you are of your friend that just walks up and just high like he's fucking He-Man, just with I have the power, just holding a glittery sign that just says Dick tastes yummy right in the face of the Westboro Baptist and watching her go. No, <laughs> just I mean, God damn it! That's fucking that's beautiful. You know, one of the signs I love that the people that pro- that protest counter protest Westboro is it says like like God hates fags or something whatever. But the ones that say he never misses an event, uh, yeah, the ones that just point at him, yeah, like he's at every one of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I, okay. I, I've seen one that have the tally marks on it. I'm like, this is his ninth event. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! It's I mean, from what I've seen of theirs, the most I've ever really seen was the part on religious when they're all when she's all like the girls talking to him. She's like, "I don't hate them. God hates them." It's like, "Oh yeah, dude." Okay, watching that Westboro Baptist <laughs> shit, dude. I'm like, bro, y'all y'all already have enough balls to stick to your guns. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, it's not. It's I don't hate them. <clears throat> I'm hating them because God hates them. No, bitch, no. <laughs> It's not how any of this works. How do how do I do something without Ho- taking responsibility for my Homophobia wasn't written down in the Bible till people put it there. Yeah. I mean, granted, the, the whole Bible was put there by people, but I mean, it wasn't until like the 50s is when fucking, you know, gays and shit like that showed up in the Bible suddenly. And yet, Jesus didn't say anything. Yeah, no, geez, geez, dude. Dude hung out, supposedly, with gamblers and hookers. You think he really minds gay people? <laughs> He's probably seen one Bro, up close. You hanging out with hoes? Yeah. You probably ain't mad at gay people. And then if you hanging out with a bunch of girls that suck dick for a living, pretty sure you're like, ah, he's gay. I ain't worried about Tom over there. Fucking, don't worry about him. He's an all right guy. Yeah. yeah. Right over there, she sucks dick for a living. Tom's not that bad. Fucking <laughs> the whole Sodom and Gomorrah story. Uh, yeah. It's like okay, so they had a big orgy. That's what you put in the book. Like, my thing was, was when I was starting to go through this fucking Bible, I'm like, really? Like, you want somebody to love you as a God and you want to you want them to know that you need to love him as a God. But these are the stories you put in there. Yeah, this is the shit you talk about. (laughs) There's a lot of fucking sex in here. (laughs) Yeah. God damn. Yup. 
you can't make that movie anymore. It's an NC-17. Like, that movie turns into a porn. Like, you can't make that movie. I love the whole, let's play the Bible game. We'll each do something. Last one to go to jail wins. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, what was it the other one that I saw the other day? It said, uh, Christians say, like, well, that's not what it says in the Bible. And atheists, well, that's what, I've read the Bible. Back to forth. And then it had that Greta chick. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you read that book? I know. How dare how dare you use my own facts against me? I don't know. That's a bitch, ain't it? That fucking that sucks. So Lot and his daughters. Yeah, right. There's an interesting story for you. So you mean to tell me that, you know, you can just you fucking I'll kill your kid. You know what? I know you was about to do it. I was just playing. You really don't have to do that. Yeah. I was just, I was just playing. Like, you already you already mutilated the genitals and shit like that. You ain't got to kill the motherfucker. It's fine. I, I get it. I, just, I was just testing y'all. I was testing y'all. <laughs> Speaking of shit like that, I saw the best fucking meme the other day. It's this dude. Luckily enough, they, they got the colors right because of where it was set. It's a younger looking African-American dude that's a little bit more gold skin, probably Egyptian, standing there in like a field of wheat just looking off. And then behind him, there's a slightly bigger one standing there with a knife in his hand. And the caption underneath it says, after the first time, Cain played video games. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, damn, it goes back that far, huh? (laughs) Oh, shit. We've given Johnny shit talking about he's that dude when when they show the. The whoever was at the crucifix and the crucifixion. He's the dude down in the corner selling the shirts. Selling the shirts. <laughs> That's Jesus. <John's laughs> yeah, I just figured, bro, like all these years, all the shit that I've been said, told, looked at, whatever that was blasphemy, I just thought to myself, how does not everybody see this? Uh, yeah. Well, and I mean, how many, my thing is, how many pictures do you see of like supposedly biblical events? When there's a crucifix hanging in the background. Like how many times do you see it before Jesus is crucified? There's just crucifixes hanging up all over the place. (laughs) Like who was they worshiping then? They're like, Todd's a good dude. Like let's hang up a fucking picture. It's Todd. (laughs) I mean, he doesn't deserve 10%. We give Todd like 3%. It's fine. Keeps his wife fed, you know, fucking. <laughs> and I, I fucking I don't know how I never saw it because I that picture that I showed you of, of, of Rick Flair, yeah, of the angel of the angel Moroni playing praying before the plates. The 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 original picture of that is like a six by five like giant fucking oil painting that I have stood in front of as a child, and it never clicked with me until I saw it the other day. And somebody pointed out, I'm like, is, is that Rick Flair in the Bible? And now that I look at it, like, that's all I can see is, like, him just sitting there going, whoa, because <laughs> he's flexing gold plates. <laughs> Wheeling, dealing, freestyling, just fucking just Ric Flair in the Bible. Like, look at these gold plates, bitch. I got a fucking gold band. Bam. Look at all these. Whoa. You can't fuck with Ric Flair in the Bible. Shit. He just keep hearing his yell. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's that's what I want to see. Is 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 that how he showed up? Is that how fucking Joseph Smith heard him? Like he's just out in the woods, like God, please send me a sign, and just to hear, woo, and then just the light comes down, and Rick Flair's like, translate the plates, bitch. Sixteen year old, yeah, sixteen year old kid, sixteen year old, yeah, in, in the forest, <clears throat> not gonna fuck you up, and in the distance, you just hear, woo, and then a bright light descends from the cloud. No, I'm. 
So I ain't hanging around for that. Nope. So I don't want the figure four leg lock put on me in the middle of a fucking fucking forest at 16 years old by some glowing motherfucker that's wooing at me. Nope. I'm out. Okay. So everybody right now, if you would take the advice, financial advice even, of a 16 year old right now on creating a new company, go for it. I see this 16-year-old coming up like, um, is a, the kind of women are we going to have there? Look, and, uh, and fuck? I, I, will, I will give him credit because the 16-year-olds we have now are not the 16-year-olds you had then. Would you think that they're smarter now or smarter then? I don't think it's an intelligence thing. Okay. They're, they're both 16 and hormonal and stupid. The only difference is at that point in time, being 16 then was like being 30. You had already been working in the fields. You had already been doing all this shit. You're already looking to get married and have a family and go out on your own at the age of 16. So that was like almost like the 18-year-old nowadays type. It's dish. older than that. Oh, okay. like, like legitimately, bro. Like at the age of 16, then you were fucking 25 because you'd been working in the fields. And Mentally. You, well, just, I mean, your status-wise, what you are in the world. You've already yeah. been working in the fields. You've already been doing this. You're already associated with the family. You're already expected to par- partially be the man in the house and shit like that. So at that point in time, that 16-year-old is not the 16-year-old we have now. <laughs> so much anger. It's just welling up inside me. <laughs> That's where that one would have worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, just welling up inside me. But no, I mean, it's the 16-year-olds you have now, you're not going to expect them to provide for the house. You mean to tell me right now that you're going to be like, hey, nigga, you paying the bills this month? They act like it. I, I know they act like it. I guarantee you every 16-year-old out there acts like it right and, now. Dude, they you got one 16-year-old in your house right now. You, I got two 17-year-olds and a 15-year-old. Uh-huh. And how many of them you expect to pay any of the motherfucking bills in your house? Exactly. Not a f- fucking one. But they grown. No, they're not. They, they, 16, in their mind, look, they grown. I understand that they grown in their mind. If we're going to touch base with this, I, I need you to and, like direct this to like every fucking student that we've ever yeah. come across. And, and granted, some of your children... <laughs> I'm not going to say all, because I know all your fucking kids. Most. Most of your children are probably a little bit ahead of the curve. Okay. Just because of the way we raised them. Mm -hmm. And my son the same way. I mean, But at the same time, they're still teenagers. And we we all understand that my theory on teenagers is they're all fucking retarded. And they still do stupid shit. And they still do, because they're fucking teenagers. Their their brain is not wired fully yet. It hasn't fully formed. Testosterone and hormones. They grown. I understand that. I'm going to be arguing for all them kids out there right now, bro. They grown. They they know what they're doing. No, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. You know how to file taxes? What are taxes? Exactly. They grown. They got a phone in their hand. Break, Break down exactly what happens to inseminate the female in the pregnancy. Who'd you vote for? <laughs> how do you vote? How much is state tax credit? How how much? How, what what is what is the tax on the dollar? Are you asking me dirt personally? No, I'm just oh, like okay. ask, ask any any one of these kids this fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. What who goes first to the four way stop? Exactly. You ain't grown. I understand that you want to be grown, and you're like I'm fucking I'm sixteen. I'm no, you shut the fuck up. 
You should shut the fuck up. And I know you get your friends gassing you up. I know you get your friends gassing you up. And I know you even get some parents gassing you up. Thinking you grown. You just want to talk. You dumb as shit. We all are. And trust me, I, I, I understand that that delusion sucks when you think that you're, I, I'm fucking grown and shit like that. Well, guess what? I'm 40. I still don't know the answers to everything, but I'm willing to go. I don't know the answers. Maybe I should learn something. When you're 16, you go, oh, now fucking, it's just, it's this, because that's what I fucking said, because I'm fucking grown. No, you fuck stupid. It's a black cherry because it's, I said it was black. Yeah, no, it's, it's that, it's just, because that's how it is. It just is what it is. Oh, I'm fucking sorry. What? They're grown, bro. These are grown up kids. I told well, you, I'm going to sit here and root for them, bro. And, and here's the thing is, is they know what they, they, they is if you go and tell me you grown, then I get to interact with you when you raise your voice and get all pissy with me like I would with another grown motherfucker. So when you get bitchy and get on that, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Fuck you. I get to go. I'm sorry. What was that last phrase that came out of your mouth? Fuck me. Cool. And you grown. Mm-hmm. You grown. You can take an ass whooping. You grown. And then suddenly, like, I'm just, I'm just a kid. Oh, n- n- pick one. Now you Is you grown or is you a kid? Choose fucking one. Because if you want to be grown and you want to get all up in my shit and talk all this shit, I get to slap the taste out your mouth. Because <laughs> you grown and you can handle that shit. Yeah. Yep. I don't. I don't. Straight up. The only the only other people in this oh, world doing that. who annoy the shit out of me. God damn, that hurt. The only other people in this world that annoy me more than students or anyone un, that we're talking about is motherfuckers who drive out whack. Just if you don't drive correctly, I don't like you. I don't like the way you drive. Bro, we're in Utah. Don't nobody drive correctly. Well, I know. That's what I mean, though, is I just, I hate it. And Utah I hate, sucks for drivers. I hate the fact that I have to address this but, shit yeah. to the people because people do that shit. It's like, like I, like I said before, you know, like I can understand people, if you're going to grab your phone or something and like put a song on or some shit, you got Siri, you know, you say, hey, start my playlist, whatever. Make it the easiest you can. My girl puts a hands-free fucking thing in her car that, she doesn't even have to touch her phone. Yeah. So I can understand that. But when I look over at a fucking car and I just see somebody just looking down and like, really? Like, and then the fucking light turns green and, and they sit there. Yeah. I just, I, I hate distractions of what people go for. And the sad part of it that they can't get this phone out of their fucking hand just while they're driving. Fuck off then. Yeah. I'm sorry. You get mad at me. Cool. Fuck you then. I'm sorry. You don't know how to drive. See, and that, and that pissed me off today, dude. Cause fucking you, you've been in my car. Like I've got that little fucking thing that clips right out of my dash. The fucking clip broke this morning. <laughs> fucking pissed me off. I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do with my God damn it. So when then I went to fucking target when I ran before my appointment and I fucking found Moss man, uh-huh. I was looking cause all it is, is it's the little flat one that clips right onto my fucking thing. And there's the only thing on there, like it's flat. So my phone sits like that against my dashboard. It'll magnetize, right? Well, no, it's like, a, it's like a sticky back. Oh, okay. But it's flush like on my dashboard. So my phone sits right there mm-hmm. in like the perfect spot right below. So I can still tune my radio and it's right there. So I can still all my shit on my knobs. And I can see everything and it's out of the fucking way. And they were fucking out of those mounts at fucking Target when I went there. 
Dude, I went through like every fucking pop socket section I could fucking find, and they were fucking out of them. The only one I could find was the one that you stick in your fucking air conditioner vents that looks like a butt plug. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, all right. And I got it, and I stuck it in there, and all of a sudden my fucking vents are like fucking... Like it's stretching them out? Yeah, like it's stretching my vents out and shit. And now my phone's like, instead of being right, like my steering wheel's like right here, and it's, my phone sits like right just so I can just like boop. And hit it real quick if I need to. Now this motherfucker's up over here in the stretch. Like, I got a I fucking... I had my arms, like, stretched all the fucking way out and shit. And like, before, I'm like, tink, tink, cool, we're good. I don't have to really fucking mess with it. Now I gotta go find me a new fucking socket because that thing fucking sucks. And I tried putting it, like, on the other side. I'm like, well, it's close. But now it's, like, my left hand instantly goes for it. And my left hand is the one I drive with because my car is an automatic. God damn it. So now on the way home, I gotta fucking stop at Target to see if I can find the right pop socket fucking mount. Oh, damn. Fucking annoy the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least you found the moss, man. First world problems, man. First world problems. Like I was telling you yesterday, I had to pay Dave fucking booth rent because I fucking could have fit it all in my money clip. <laughs> oh, I got in the car. I was like, damn, that's some white people shit right there. How come you already $200 a hand on fucking booth rent? Because I couldn't fit it in my money clip, so I paid some bills. <laughs> The fuck? Hey, but at least you paid bills. At least you paid. Yeah, I mean, I paid bills because I didn't have an option to keep the money. Because <laughs> it's just too big. Because it, it legitimately just wouldn't fit in there. Oh, like it's it's just like what I got now. And thankfully, homeboy paid me today in fucking straight bills and didn't throw me a stack of twenties. Because it would have probably not. My fit. shit wouldn't have fit in there. You'd have been paying more. Yeah, I'd have been like, fuck, he ain't even here to get money to. Fuck, now I got to keep loose bills in my pocket. That's some bullshit. First world problems. So, hell yeah, man. That's what white privilege sounds like, folks. I had to pay bills because I just couldn't fit it in my money clip. I feel like I should say that shit with a monocle. Oh, Terrence, I'm terribly sorry. I can't fit all the all the money that I've made today in my money clip, so therefore I will just pay some bills. <laughs> or buy a yacht. <laughs> yeah, if I, if I had more money, I'd buy a yacht. But unfortunately, financially right now, it's just not in the books. So I'll just pay my petty bills and then keep the extra money around for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. I'm like a train, over, train owner from like the 1930s. Get on the train. Get on the train. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. He circles right <laughs> back circles around. Circles right back around the Nazis. Every fucking time. <laughs> Jesus Get to the train. I say, same voice, except for I'm just yelling at different people. <laughs> I'm a train owner in the 30s. I'm yelling at fucking Japanese and Chinese people. You know, I hope if we don't come across uh, aliens, that we come across like another bread of humans like so, from another so, planet so weird multi-dimensional <laughs> and when they get here and they're like well, what's a white guy what's a what's a black person you guys call each other what <laughs> like, sorry what the fuck are you talking about no yeah all, all three of us we're the same and you're gonna see like they're like the exact same person uh, yeah but in three different <laughs> shades <laughs> they're all clones just slightly different colors yeah 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 it's it's like rex and cody and gree they're they're all the same dude just Slightly different variations on where they were stationed. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yes. Uh, anything. <laughs> God damn it. We 
could do it if you want. We could finally do the video if you, you know, really you know want to do it. The thing is, dude, is that fucking Nazi train thing has been going for over a decade. I used to do it at the strip club to fuck with drunk people. Are you serious? Yes. I had I had managers. They would be like, hey, go talk to those guys. But you got to do the Hitler thing. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? Yes. <laughs> just because it would just, I'm sorry, if you're drunk as shit at a strip club and all of a sudden you get, excuse me, gentlemen. Yes, I'm going to need you to leave. Get the fuck out. Get on the train. Go. You must leave now. And it's coming out of my fucking mouth when you're 14 shots into the night of the strip club with just fucking going in the background. And that's how I kick you out of the bar. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can't fight that because you're going, I'm, did Hitler just kick me out of the bar? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> so you've been doing this. I've been doing So it. when you popped it on, like when we were on the trail, you had already been doing oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that was not the first time. You got you to gotta remember that the Hitler joke is one of my is my all time favorite joke. Oh, yeah. The clown. And, and, yeah, the, and the one clown joke. Like, and I heard that in junior high. Yeah. I mean, granted, like it, I didn't say a whole lot about it till I was older and shit like that. And I told a few people. But, yeah, later on in life, when I was hanging out at strip clubs and working there and there wasn't really like an HR to deal with. Hitler joke came out a lot. And from there, it just developed into a fucking thing. And the bar that I worked at had a shower. They paid women to do shower shows. Okay. And that's funny. Because <laughs> you're just like, would you like to put the girl in the shower? That's fucking funny. <laughs> Coming to the States, how's Sierra? She's going to do a shower show for you now. Tip why she's still here. It's fucking funny. You would sit there and talk like that yes. out there? <laughs> yes. Because not only was I the head of security, the door guy, at one point in time, the cook, I also DJed. Yeah. So, yes, there was plenty of times where motherfuckers like that would order a shower show for a girl and over the fucking microphone, yeah, it's coming to the stage now, it's Sky, with a special presentation of a shower show for you. <laughs> Tip her why she still exists. <laughs> Yeah, it happened. Because Sunday nights are fucking boring. So, yes, I used Hitler voice through the DJ club microphone to announce shower shows because I thought it was funny and nobody else knew why. Because like I explained to you earlier, a lot of the girls that I worked with in the strip clubs were stupid. Stupid, because having a dude randomly show up in a Domino's shirt with a Pizza Hut fucking box to try and deliver your Coke to you doesn't really fucking work. Because <laughs> Domino's doesn't deliver Pizza Hut. Yeah. Especially to a strip club at five in the afternoon on a Sunday. <laughs> it was church. It was cocaine that they were trying to sneak into the club. <laughs> and there's three of you upstairs. And you're like, I wasn't me. Really? It wasn't you, huh? Post-nasal drip. Wasn't you, huh? And no, they're not going to clean anything. They're not. <laughs> Ever. 
fucking ever. <laughs> they, you, you don't think they would clean like. Nope. I don't think they would clean. End of statement. Ever? Anything? End of statement, bro. Ten years. Ten years. Is that how long you worked there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I went through th- I went through three or four different owners. Of of that club. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What drove you to apply? Okay. Um <laughs> I don't remember who made the reference the other day. Oh, when we were talking about apprentices. Okay. The Sith rule. There is two. Only one of them will last. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So before I started working at that club, I had worked, I had gone to Northern, I had worked a little bit there, and then I got out of it. Um, when my ex decided to go work there, I was still working for CBI security. I was working as an actual security guard. At a site just like maybe two blocks away from from the bar. Okay. So when she would get off work, I would go over there. I would take my lunch. I would pick her up and I would take her home and go over there. One night I got off work early. And I went over there and I sat down at the bar while she was working. And one of the bouncers came in that was not working and decided to get drunk. And then decided to get belligerent. And then decided to point his belligerency at me. So I beat his bitch ass down in the middle of the bar that he worked at. And then I took his job because there can be only one. (laughs) So if you were a bouncer and you get drunk in your own bar and then you get your ass beat at your own bar, it's hard to then demand any respect to anybody else that was there that has heard the story of how you got drunk and got your ass beat at your own bar. So the owner who then watched it on camera and watched me Literally, like, I choked the motherfucker out. Like, he threw a punch. I was like, napper tapped on. Go sleep, bitch. And that's how I got the job. That, that's little, legitimately. Like, a, there was no interview process. Like, hey, man, I watched you choke out my bouncer. You want a job? Yeah, sure. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That was the interview. Yep. <laughs> that was the application process. Yeah. yeah. Do you Do you remember Scoop? They used to come in here, big, taller, bald guy. Uh, I'd have to. At that point in time, he was the one that was running the bar. He's the one that offered you the job. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then it transitioned over to Brian and Jared, who were the ones that I kicked out of their own bar for drinking too much. And then it transitioned over to somebody else, and then it transitioned to somebody else, and then it transitioned back to somebody. And then I was like, I'm fucking out. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta love those stripper stories, the strip joints. Dude, I fucking, I I've I've had strippers that like I only dance to this. I'm like I don't care. Like I, this is what I'm playing because that's what they're tipping for. Yeah, but I don't dance to that. Why? Well, you probably just figure the fuck out then. <laughs> like n- nobody here wants to hear Nickelback. You know what they do want to hear? Fucking Rex and Effect. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. You will dance to whatever the fuck I say you will dance to, and you'll fucking like it. Do you know why? Because I don't fuck care. This point in time right now, I'm the DJ, the head of security, and pretty much the manager because the manager's off outside having a cigarette, so I'm the only motherfucker in the building. So if fucking you want to have a problem about this, take your fucking high heels off, 
go the fuck upstairs. Go the fuck home. I don't care. I don't need you. I got five other girls here that are willing to work. They will dance to whatever the fuck I play. And you feel the need to come over here and act like you fucking special. That's a shower. Guess what, Merlot? Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. You're, you're literally named. Your stage name is a shitty fucking wine that nobody drinks. You got no ass. You barely have rhythm. And that's why you dance to fucking Nickelback. Because you just flail your legs to Rockstar. And the dudes that think they're fucking rednecks that are actually just hicks that their mama beat. Come in and like, here, take my money. You look like my sister. <laughs> take their fucking money. That's the motherfuckers that were tipping the Nickelback. No, the dudes that are in there fucking actually tipping or dancing, tipping the girls that want to have an ass to have rhythm and have some sort of fucking personality. Nobody tips the bitch with three teeth. And if they do, it's because they think they'll suck dick in a parking lot. Advice one-on-one. <laughs> Keep away. Keep away. And you, sir, gentlemen, you, what, take a 20 and spend like $2 every time? That man's a goddamn genius. Look, on, it, on his tipping? Look, look, I've spent a lot of time, a lot of time before I worked in strip clubs in strip clubs. Yeah. And I, I, had, I had a pretty good eye for shit, and I knew how it worked. This is the only motherfucker that I was like, oh, you sly son of a bitch. The only motherfucker. The only one, and I really, yeah, Out of everyone. Yeah, ten and I, years. I've I've watched dude after dude after dude in the bar, and I have been the dude sitting in the back. And, and trust me, I had a whole game worked out. This is the only motherfucker that has a stronger game in a par, in a fucking club than I do. Ex the only motherfucker. Explain. And he, no, I ain't saying shit. Not a goddamn word about it. Out of pure fucking respect for his game, I will never say a fucking word about it, ever. Like, you won't even explain the change? No, or the, nothing. Or the snowflakes? I or ain't the, saying shit about shit. At least a, give me the color of the wig. He's bro. a mad fucking genius. Give me the color of the wig. Brilliant. I know you know the shoe size. <laughs> Come on. Give me something, bro. God. Did he run the red light last damn time? Damn. Genius. <laughs> fucking Lex Luthor of strip clubs. <laughs> Right fucking there. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. My game is tight. <clears throat> His is a whole other fucking level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and look, you know me. You know me. I was like, yeah, fuck that motherfucker. There's a lot of dudes that I was like, you ain't got no game. Shut the fuck up. And that's part of his game is that he shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's the problem with oh, I spit the game. That's your fucking problem. Stop spitting game. <laughs> Stop spitting game. Stop throwing money. Get in the shower. Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to go to the club and I'm going to ball out. Guess what? Unless you throw a few G's, they don't care. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> you know what they do care about? How come that motherfucker's not tipping me? He gave me $2 and it's been three sets. And he hardly even looked at me. Yeah. Yep. I did, bitch. What you going to do about it? Oh, look, suddenly you're sitting next to me. And suddenly you spitting game on me. Fucking crazy. <laughs> and here's here's the difference. Here's the difference. And and because I knew Johnny before I started working with Johnny. I knew Johnny when me and Johnny both used to both go to the same strip club. Yeah. Before you guys before we started apprenticing it. Okay. Yeah. And here's the thing is Johnny was a front row guy. 
I was a back corner dude. No way. It's a it's a whole different ball game. We played two different games, and I got nothing but respect for the way that man works at the club. <laughs> and I will never harsh on it. I will never talk any shit on it. I will fuck with him, and I will give him all kinds of hell about it. But it's nothing but out of pure fucking respect for the tightness of that motherfucker's game. Good job, Johnny. Good job. Exactly. <laughs> See? See? Oh my God. So cheesy. And it fucking works. Yep. God, he's a goddamn genius. Genius. <laughs> Big brain, wrinkle brain, genius. Hey, man, we gave a shout out to you, bro. Selling merch at the crucifixion. <laughs> yeah, bro. We saw that. See? See? We had games since, <laughs> since literally day one AD. Had games since then. Look, I know y'all are going to want to remember this. <laughs> right? I, I got them crucifixion shirts. I was there when. <laughs> I saw, I saw, oh, my God. I we watched, need to get that. I watched Jesus get crucified. And I was like, how is this t shirt? That was one of the. Oh my God! I want that shirt now. We need to do that Holy one. Shit. I saw Jesus get crucified. Can it, can it be one of the all white shirts with the blood splatter on it, though? <laughs> Holy shit! I'm sorry. If y'all out there laughing with us, trust me, we're all going to hell. Trust me. Oh. Holy shit! <laughs> okay. I hung out with Jesus. Sorry. Perfect. So shit. I really fucking want that shirt. Oh my god! As, as much as I want Rosa Parks, yeah, I really want. I watched Jesus get crucified, crucified, and I was like, "That was this shitty T-shirt." I think I want that one more, and just a picture. You know what we should try to do? Like just like a line drawing, like a like a hill with a cross on it. Just is that above it? Or if we could do it, I'm fuck with all these programs we have now on the iPad, bro. Literally find a picture of how like they would in, in like depict it. Of like, say, if you're just sitting there and you're looking up and you see them, like, go and like make it look like you're taking a selfie, <laughs> and then we can put that picture on the shirt. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the the all I got was a shitty T-shirt is is a separate one. I think if we're gonna do the selfie one, we go with hanging with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so he, 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 like he's up there and you're like. And it's just hanging with Jesus. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> so, yeah. Rosa Parks, man. I'll fuck it. If I make it home tonight, I'm going to be. Actually, I know I'll make it home just fucking fine. If I don't make it home tonight, I might start believing in some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> See, come on now. That's what I always thought. Honestly, as a kid, my piddly ass fucking mind of a kid, elementary, middle school. Oh, you're supposed to believe this. You're supposed to believe this. And get all this blasphemy, 
all this God-hating shit that was being said, told, displayed, broadcasted, people, George Carlin making jokes about this. And I thought, even at my age, something should be happening. Like, like you, you've explained the rules of all this church depictment that you, that if you say something bad or think something this or, or do that on a weekend or whatever, that you're going to hell or you're going to die or whatever, right? This is what we were taught as Catholics. Basically from day one, you fucked up. If you don't repent for what you fucked up about. Hey, you, you already started off with sin before you started off. Yes. But yet they drill it so bad into your head that you can't even question it. But yet on the side skirts, you hear all this shit happening. And at that age, when I was that young, I literally thought like, okay, if there really was something out there, this wouldn't be happening. Like you, you, your church rules explain this. This would not be happening. Why is it happening? (laughs) And thus, like I said, created this journey of mine that allegedly concluded me to just not believe. And I don't, I'm not like trying to like edge it on or anything with that, but it was like all the questions that I had, nobody had thorough answers for. And even as after, after I was being a Catholic, blah, blah, blah. Crazy thing is, is you, you yourself, Johnny, you've been to Catholic school. So you know, in the Catholic system, that you're baptized, first communion, first confirmation, blah, 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 blah. Right. Priesthood, you know, if you go that far. I, I never got past being baptized. That was what was weird to me. My mom never sent me to church for that and so forth. And by the time I was at that age to do it, we were going to a Methodist church. We were going to a Methodist church with my cousins in Kansas. And my aunt gave me the King James Bible, literally a copy of the official King James Bible personalized with my name on it. I still have that book. I, I, there was actually one time in my life I thought, why the fuck do I need this? When I was like leaving all the beliefs and I was going to throw it away. And I thought, no, no. Yes. And now, I mean, obviously, if you look at it, if you look at the way that my Bible sits right now on my bookshelf, people would believe that I'm going to be in hell. <laughs> if you literally read what I've done to my, if you've looked to see what I've done to my official Bible, And why did I do it? Because of that reason. Because I'm trying to show people out there. Like, come on. We're we're more advanced than this. We literally live in a technology era. We're in the space age technology era now, and this is still Bronze Age mythology. And people are still just clinging to this as if there's no tomorrow. Yeah, and, but even that. It's, like, it's not like, hey, listen. Yeah. 
you're a baby, you're four years old, you're five years old, you're not ready to understand this stuff. When you get to be about 12, 13, we're going to start talking to you about this. Mm -hmm. Then we want you to think about it and say, hey, do I want this or not? No, it's... They're conditioning you to believe that this is who you are. This is who you are because an invisible deity is saying, if you don't do this, you're in trouble. Yeah. And it leads to just a bunch of indoctrination. Like, it's just, you officially, okay, if we're going to talk real quick on this whole Catholic thing, you officially went kindergarten, 12th grade. You graduated from Catholic school. Catholic school. school. Is that what they call it? That's what I call it. Okay. Who is the nun? Who is the bitch nun? Agatha? Oh, the bitch nun in third grade? Yes. Agatha. Ag- See? I <laughs> I remember these things. Oh, okay. You did your communion. We called her Agita. <laughs> okay, so you did your communion, you did your confirmation, all that stuff while you were there, right? Yes. Okay. At what point in time during your school academic career did you pretty much think, like you didn't have it set in your heart or mind yet, but you were like, this isn't real. Uh, that was when I was transitioning from uh, grammar school, eighth grade, to high school freshman. So, so the actual high school. Actual high school was when I was already saying, you know, this can't be real. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so you still were young. Okay. Well, I was still, I was still indoctrinated because, don't forget, at the time I had extremely low self-esteem. Yeah. Which they prey upon. They try to drill that into your head, you know. Oh, yeah. You're worthless. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you're only worthwhile if you are doing something for God. Okay. It's basically as if you're not doing God's work, you ain't shit. Yeah. So. And God's work includes whatever the priest or nun is telling you to do. At that point in time. <laughs> that, that is like, oh, if you're not doing this, you're not doing God's work. God want me to do all these posters. Yeah. Doesn't say anything in the Bible about doing all these posters for your school. I just, all the little things, like a bunch of the big things that started catching my eye was when like people would ask for like that one dude that's posted a meme that I'm sure it's like fluctuated the fucking internet like no other. The one that says I'm tired of dropping off pizzas to the church and they don't pay or they don't tip. So he created a fucking Pentagon in the pizza. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's how I look at it. Is There's still shit going on. We live in a new age. We live in the fucking technology era. Come on. We need to advance yeah, ourselves. joke about that pizza delivery. The guy is delivering uh, pizza to the Vatican. His car breaks down. Okay. And the guy pulls up on the side of the road. He goes, what's the problem? Well, my car broke down. I got to deliver this pizza to the Vatican. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I'll drive you to the Vatican. Hmm. And who are you delivering to? The Pope. The Pope? All right. I'll drive you to the Vatican and I'll make a deal with you. You give me half of whatever he tips you. Oh. All right. Okay. Fine. So goes in, he goes up to the Vatican, goes in with the pizza, comes back out. Okay, where's my half of the tip? 
Okay. The traditional blessing. Yeah, where is this and this? Where's my half the tip? Who was it? One of my clients was wearing a cross the other day. And I asked her, I was like, what's the lowercase t stand for? Like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Jesus. So when did you? We, we all know. I don't know. About the age of 16, I was like, fuck everybody in the club. I'm out. No, no, no. I meant like. Your disbelief, like you're just like you knew f atheists, like you were just like, yeah, I'm. Oh yeah, shortly after leaving. Oh okay. But I mean, like, like I discussed last time, like I never really bought the bullshit. Like, yeah, because you said I, even from a young age, yeah, I, you I, I went because it's what it was what made my parents happy. I didn't. It's what I was supposed to do. I didn't fucking care. I, it was Sunday, bro. I wanted to sleep in. I fucking watch football, play my action figures. I had to go to school tomorrow. Is there football on today? <laughs> Sorry, I just threw that out oh. there. It's like, oh wait, because didn't season start I, I Thursday? Just, I swear Thursday, like the but it's uh, they? it's not f season though, isn't it? Um, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with it. Preseason? Yeah, no it's, idea. It, it, it's it's got to still be preseason, <clears throat> but I mean, we'll have to touch base with that on you guys later. Yeah, give us our sports side. But yeah, anything else you want to touch base with, bro? We've kind of hammered out today. Had a little fun. Threw out the sponsors at the beginning. Got that out of the way. You know, you got to do that little thing. So, anyways, Mike. Phone check. Sorry. Oh, we're just coming up to the conclusion. Yeah, right? Are we no, going to have like a, a after ending scene? Here? No, 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 there's, there's <laughs> no, it, there's things. Yeah. On the outside that are happening again it's starting to start shoot up huh? they got that uh, yeah. gunslinger yep, yep. Up. yeah there yeah there's about to be a fucking old west shootout and that shit is not gonna end well hey so. yeah anything else you want to touch base with today bro so <sighs> we got everything out we just wanted to have some fun with y'all today we were gonna film we was gonna have everything kind of set up but we wanted to have a chill day yeah today. i was gonna say we we I worked today, so I didn't want to be like, I right, sit behind a desk. So literally, it's me and Wally set up at Wally's booth with just our mic stands, and we both got our feet kicked back. Fucking even even Johnny's in a different fucking location today. So yeah, we, we migrated the whole audience and everything. So it's, it's been one of those days we just we just chilling. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, we appreciate y'all that listen. Scrub, what's up? Micah. Uh, Daisy. Badge. Orly. Orly. Jennifer, Shelby, uh, Karen. So now you're just making Steve? up names. No, up these names. are people I know. Really? Yeah. You, you you know a Karen? Dude, I know like four Karens, bro. <laughs> nope. I can make that joke either. Nope. And and I'm not even no, I'm not even saying it like that. No, I'm saying literally. This. No, I'm literally I'm saying like literally like people named Karen. I'm not even gonna try to joke with it. I have an aunt Karen. You know what? I'll give a shout out. Karen Rinderkinick. She used to work with me oh, out at Walmart. Sorry, did you just have a stroke? No, that was her last name, Rinderknick. Yes. Do you smell toast right now? If she's out there listening, can you can you she feel, was can one you of feel the your great, left arm? Yes. Are you doing okay? <laughs> <laughs> she was actually a Karen that I knew that never gave me the whole. That never wanted to talk to your manager? <laughs> yeah. Was it, was like because, she never gave was that. Was it because she was your manager? Nah. <laughs> she was just the secretary, bro. But no, she was cool. Well, she still outranked you then. <laughs> So, yeah. Any last words for you, bro? Anything? 
Uh. Uh. Oh, sorry. Wow. Creepy. Creepy. Creepy, creepy, creepy. 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 <laughs> no, not creepy. 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 Get on the train. Cross my <laughs> Sorry. Hey, look, man, will some of y'all motherfuckers actually, like, talk to us? Like, send us some messages about some shit you actually want to hear us talk about. Because otherwise, it's just, look, give me something. Give me a topic that I can talk to Wally about that makes him rant. Instead of him just sitting over there like Ed McMahon and making me go off all the fucking time. Oh, you're starting to catch that. <laughs> starting to? <laughs> motherfucker, starting to? I'm pretty sure I directly addressed it last time in the podcast and with the name of the podcast. And we've talked about it this week, fucker, yeah. that I know what you're doing. <laughs> and trust me, uh, there's parts of me that really tries. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to do it this week. I'm not going to do it this week. And lo and behold, it happens every fucking week. So I get it. I understand. Listen to the big angry dude scream about shit. It's great. It's fun. I understand it. Woohoo! Mike's yelling about shit again. Why does anyone want to hear me rant, bro? Because it's funny. <laughs> He knows your button. <laughs> I know his button. Look, yeah. it, it's white people. It, it's white people and it's religion and it's politics and it's stupid people. I got a lot of motherfucking buttons, all right? I'm like a NASA console. Just like, hey, this one and that one and this one. And then suddenly there's a launch. <laughs> and, and the funny it's thing is, is uh, yeah, well, and that's the thing is, even though I'm the laid back guy, I'm also the one that has the best rants in the entire fucking building. Mm-hmm. And everybody fucking knows that. No, yeah. But that's why I'm such a laid back guy. Because everyone's sort of like, motherfucker! And then I'm like, I'm good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be good out there. My box is still wet. 